welcome to Fashionable Dublin, or as you might hear during your time spent in Ireland, Caid Mila Fota, which literally means a hundred thousand welcomes. My name is Deirdre Hines, and I'm delighted to be able to take you on a fashion walking tour around my home city. I'm a lifelong lover of fashion, an interest in passion which has afforded me the privilege of working alongside some of the brightest stars in Irish fashion. Dublin consistently punches above its weight in terms of artistic and design output. Names like John Rocha, Orla Kiley, Paul Costello and Lainey Kill roll off the tip of the tongues of international fashion mavens and enthusiasts. A legacy of creativity has permeated the psyche and consciousness of the Irish in general and most often finds its voice along the cobbled streets, liffy banks and winding side alleys of our capital city. Whether you're looking for a traditional iron hand-knitted sweater or contemporary 3D laser-printed jewellery, Dublin is an eclectic mix of old and new. But a word of warning, it is also a mix of winter and summer at any time of the day. So I advise packing a poncho, brolly, something warm, along with the sun factor, as you just never know what to expect. This fashion walking tour will take approximately 30 minutes, but depending on the stop off that you choose to take, you can make it last as long as you want. And together we will visit a selection of some of the Aladdin's cave style treasure trove of quirky boutiques, established fashion institutions, esteemed places of culture and learning. And I'll point out some of my favourite spots to grab a coffee or a treat along the way. The podcast is designed so you can pause at selected intervals and take some time to peruse, browse, window shop or try something on. It is a fashion tour after all. A quick tip, remember to claim back tax from any purchases you make while in Ireland if you are a non-EU buyer. If you need any more information on this, just ask a member of the team from the front desk at reception. Every component of the fashion tour is within walking distance of your residence at the Fitzwilliam Hotel Dublin, which in terms of orientation will provide our start and end point on the trip. As a guest staying in the hotel or just a passerby, I would encourage you to speak to the fantastic concierge team at the front of desk to ask for some customised advice on how best to enjoy your time in Dublin City. The hotel itself has some impressive fashion credentials. It has previously hosted Dublin Fashion Week and the interior space of the hotel was designed by Sir Terence Conran and is worth some attention for its baronial modern theme, which was created to give guests a modern castle experience right in the heart of the capital city. But we'll come back to the hotel at a later stage. For now, let's get started. We're going to begin our journey with a nod to St. Stephen's Green, which is located directly across the road from the hotel. The park is the perfect place to visit with a coffee and a pastry, or maybe to just find some inner calm after the feeding frenzy of the shops. In the summer, Dubliners will annex any free patch of sunny grass and enjoy lunch off fresco. In the winter, which is a very fluid concept in Ireland, you won't have any trouble finding a quiet spot. If you'd like to explore the park in a little more detail and learn about its fascinating history, I recommend you download our General Dublin podcast walking tour, written by local historian and author Donald Fallon. You'll find it on fitzwilliamhoteldublin.com or similar to this podcast, you can get it on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher. Stevens Green Park is adjacent to one of Dublin's main shopping streets, Grafton Street, which we will turn our focus to a little later in the podcast, and to a shopping centre named after it. But just outside the commemorative Fusiliers Arch at the Grafton Street corner of the Green is a Lewis stop. You can take this Lewis directly to the Dundrum Town Centre. You can get off at either the Dundrum or Balali stops, which are both five-minute walks to the doorstep of the Dundrum Town Centre. Dundrum is home to Harvey Nicks, 
House of Fraser and Hamleys and is a great option for family shopping. If you want to visit Dundrum, simply pause the podcast here until your return. If you do decide to stay in the city centre, we're going to cross the road, turning slightly left to the Stevens Green Shopping Centre. On your left hand side, if you're currently facing the Stevens Green Park, you'll recognise it by its distinctive structure, a circular set of tiered arches topped off with a glass dome. The now iconic building was revealed to the public in November 1988. Designed by architect James Toomey and built on the site of the former Dandelion Market, where Dublin's punk scene was given space to play, and indeed the iconic music venue hosted gigs by Berlin, The Roach Band, The Atrix, and a little-known band called U2. John Fisher, who started the Dandelion Market with Ono Shea, reports that in April 1979, Two guys approached me and introduced themselves as Larry and Dave from a band called U2. I'd heard about them and knew that they were already a real band. They wanted to see the venue and asked if they could play there. We had already booked bands for the following weekend, so I told them that they could play the week after. The legendary gigs were about to begin. For the record, U2 played in the Dandelion Market a total of eight times. With our back to Stevens Green Shopping Centre, we will take a left down King Street, walking past some well-known high street stores to your right. The building with the elaborate canopy is the Gaiety Theatre, where acting legends, past and present, have threaded the boards. At the end of the street, turn right onto Johnson Place and continue onto South William Street, the heart of Dublin's fashion quarter. Dublin's fashion quarter is one of the best shopping destinations in the city. You won't find any familiar high street store names dotted along this buzzing thoroughfare. If you're not looking to buy, you can indulge in a little people spotting. I'll point out some of the best places to stop along the way. First stop is the Helen McAlinden Boutique, located on your left at number 20 South William Street. Helen is one of Ireland's best-known designers of women's clothing. She's known for a classic, minimal approach to style, with a focus on the real needs of women. You can expect an elegant, contemporary clothing in luxury fabrics, which work for a modern lifestyle. I love Helen's strong silhouettes, which evolve and develop from season to season. They can be worn in a variety of different ways, always keeping the focus on the woman who wears them. For beauty mavens, a stop off at Tropical Popco, located on your left at number 28 South William Street, as you may be able to guess from its colourful and kitsch looking exterior, is a must visit. This nail bar is an experience worth treating yourself to. If you're looking to brighten up a grey day or mood, the gorgeous girls behind this celebration of pop art and colour are nail technicians extraordinaire, creating mini masterpieces and all set to the backdrop of pop music, served up with tropical juice filled coconut shells. Continuing further down South William Street, you will pass the iconic Grogan's Bar on your left, distinctive from its cheery red exterior. Artists, poets, musicians and creative spirits flock to this hallowed, artistically speaking, consecrated ground. And if you're starting to wane, a cheese toasty and a pinting Grogan's might revive you. We're going to check out the Paris Court Town Centre. It's the large grey building on your right hand side, located at 59 South William Street. 
Paris Court Townhouse Centre is an historical building, having served as Lord Paris Court's townhouse and courtyard in the 18th century. Today it is a shopping centre not only with stunning architecture, but also with many one-of-a-kind boutiques and restaurants. Going through the main entrance, you will pass beautiful antique and jewellery shops, well worth taking the time to peruse. But our destination is the top floor, where we will gravitate towards the left to the made concept store and gallery. On your way you might pass some places you want to stop off at, so take your time. The maid store and gallery is always on my to-do list once I get into town. It's a concept store curating the very best collections from leading contemporary Irish designers and artists, so you really never know what little treasure you're going to come across once you get there. Set in a beautiful light-filled space on the top floor of the Paris Court townhouse, Maid creates a new store experience with regular exhibitions interspersed between featured collections from internationally established labels as well as emerging contemporary designers in the fields of fashion and accessories. Some of the contemporary Irish brands which I love include We Are Islanders, which is designed and produced exclusively in Ireland, working with traditional Irish fabrics like Irish linens, wools and tweeds, but also with interesting sustainable fabrics like salmon suede and bamboo silk. Other emerging Irish designers that are included and made are the brilliant Jill de Burka, Natalie B. Coleman, Emma Manley, Laura Kinsella and Chupi Jewellery which can also be found here. The store is a great place to pick up one of contemporary Irish fashion and design gifts. If you have any money left over after coming out of Maid, I'd also recommend visiting the Design Centre. Founded over 20 years ago, it has become a forum for up-and-coming established designers to showcase their clothing. Magpies will find plenty of bright and shiny treats and trinkets in here, and the current list at the time of recording this podcast included Tricotine, Caroline Kilkenny, Olivier Duncan Darty, and the Irish milliner extraordinaire Philip Tracy. We are now going to leave the Paris Court Centre, and just make sure you exit back onto South William Street. Cross back over to Grogan's and walk to Castle Market Street. Located at number 10 is Costume Boutique, founded by the Tucker sisters, Tracy, Lee and Anne, in 97 with their mother, Billy, who's at the hem of one of Dublin's most valued fashion landmarks. It stocks designers like Antonio Berardi, Isabel Morant and Irish designer Helen Steele, and it's well worth a visit. Head west along Castle Market Street until you reach Drury Street. A place I tend to lose myself in quite regularly is Industry, and that's at number 41 Drury Street. It's an industrial-styled, lifestyle-orientated concept store where, as the brother and sister team behind the scenes describe it, it's a place where discerning consumers can shop, eat, drink and relax. I like to wander around the store and imagine the perfect setting for the Scandinavian chic homeware and gorgeous industrial life fittings. We're going to continue along to the Georgia Street Arcade, one of my favourite buildings in the city. 
George's Arcade is a building imbued with history and the excitement of a sense of a destination that just always seems to be in flux. The terracotta-hued building is recognisable by its heavily ornate facade and turrets. South City Markets, which is what it was originally known as, was Dublin's first purpose-built Victorian shopping centre. Designed by distinguished British architects Lockwood and Mason, and promoted by wealthy families with extensive property interests in the city. South City Market was formally opened by the Lord Mayor Sir George Moyers in 1881. The market, surprisingly, was not initially popular with ordinary Dubliners, who felt snubbed from not being invited to the opening. But when a massive city fire devastated the whole building in 1882, there was a flood of public sympathy for the tenants and the traders of the building, and a fund for their relief was successfully organised. George's Arcade is always buzzing with activity. Now there are approximately 50 tenants, varying in size, selling everything imaginable, from vintage fashion finds to beautiful art and jewellery. But it especially caters for lovers of music, literature and art, and collectors of memorabilia, stamps and coins, who could find something very special under the wrought metal arched roof. The Arcade is a place where Old Dublin meets the new city, with a rhythm both harmonious and vibrant. I recommend pausing the podcast and taking a little bit of time to check it out. Walking through the full length of the arcade will take you to the George's Street entrance. We're going to exit here and take a right and continue along George's Street to the end of the street. The large bustling street before you now is Dame Street. In 18th century Dublin, this boulevard that you see before you was the most fashionable shopping street of its time. The wide artery, which is anchored by some really beautiful buildings like the City Hall and Dublin Castle to the left, and Trinity College, to the right, would have been lined with beautiful specialist shops. And apparently, this was the place to go if you were part of the fashion crowd of the 18th century and you were looking to buy, for example, Lyonnais silk, which was imported into Ireland from France at the time. If you take a left on Dame Street, you're a short walk to Dublin City Hall and to Dublin Castle. On the grounds of Dublin Castle, you'll find the Chester Beatty Library which boasts a lovely selection of fashion illustrations from early 20th century Parisian fashion magazines. I love having a wander around the eclectic collection of the library. A further short walk in the same direction and then turning right will take you to Cow's Lane where you can pick up beautiful craft and fashion from the markets which run on a Saturday. I'd also recommend paying the Queen of Tarts Cafe a visit if you're venturing in this direction. And if you'd like to take I'd some time to check out the castle and the Chester Beatty Library in Cows Lane. Press pause now, we'll meet you back here later, because for now we're taking a right turn.
continuing to walk right down Dame Street will take you along what's known as the College Green. If you continued from Dame Street to Westmoreland Street, it would take you to O'Connell Bridge, where you would cross the Liffey to the north side of the city. Great for high street fashion choices and department stores. But for now, we're going to continue along College Green, and in fact past the spot where Barack Obama addressed Dublin on his visit to the capital in 2011. We're going to take a right onto Church Lane and then a slight left onto Suffolk Street where you should see the Avoca Handweavers on your left side, situated at number 11 to 13. Established in 1723, the Avoca Handweavers is a family-owned craft design company which had its beginnings at the old mill at Avoca, County Wicklow where the weavers produced the beautifully woven fabrics which became the Avoca Hallmark. It's a great place to do some gift shopping and if you're feeling particularly indulgent and in need of a little bit of or and or, I recommend one of their amazing scones. Continuing along Suffolk Street will take you to the bottom of Grafton Street. You have a couple of options here. With your back to Grafton Street, you'll be facing the revered and renowned Trinity College Dublin, one of the most popular visitor destinations in the city where the treasured Book of Kells is on permanent display in the library. A right turn will take you down Nassau Street, where there are two Irish fashion institutions worth checking out. The Kilkenny store is located at number six and is Ireland's largest emporium for Irish design products. Kilkenny's philosophy is to offer customers a modern and contemporary interpretation based on the best of Irish traditions. Some of the well-known Irish names you'll find in the Kilkenny store include Potters, Louis Mulcahy and Stephen Pierce, as well as designers Orla Kiley, John Rosha, both internationally recognised as masters of their craft. House of Ireland is located further along Nassau Street from 37 to 38 and is one of the largest retailers of Irish crystal and china, clothing, jewellery, linen and crafts, including Waterford Crystal, Belique China, Newbridge Jewellery and Silverware. These are two great destinations to pick up high quality Irish gifts for loved ones back home. If you want to explore Trinity College in front of you or Nassau Street to your right, press pause now. We're going to turn our direction toward Dublin's famous Grafton Street, which should be straight in front of you. Grafton Street was established in 1708 by the Dawsons, a wealthy Dublin family. The street was named after Henry Fitzroy, the first Duke of Grafton. It began as a residential street, which was a popular address among Dublin's more affluent citizens during the 18th century. In 1794, the Carlisle Bridge, now O'Connell Bridge, was constructed, which allowed for passage from the north to the south side of the River Liffey. The bridge opened up the city and Dublin experienced a shopping boom, with Grafton Street becoming a desirable location for merchants to sell their wares. By 1815, the majority of buildings had been converted from residential to retail units. By the end of the century, Grafton Street was the top commercial street in the city. The street catered for the high end of the market with a variety of fashion stores, jewellers, watch and clock makers and high quality food and wine merchants. Modern day Grafton Street brims with energy and excitement. From the buskers dotted along the sides trying to secure that elusive record deal to the Dublin florists selling their kaleidoscopic pick-and-mix of flowers. They're full of chats and stories. The street is a mix of high-end boutiques, 
and well-known high street names, so it really does offer something for everyone. Our first stop is on our right, an example of one of the older and established institutions of the street. Weir & Son Jewellers has been flourishing since it first opened in 1869. Thomas Weir opened his jewellery shop at number 5 Grafton Street. The business began to thrive and a larger premises was required, so Weir & Sons moved to a prominent corner location at 96 Grafton Street. The glazed entrance from the previous door which reads number 5 Grafton Street remains part of the building to this day where the world's finest jewellery and watches are sold inside this beautiful and historic building. Continuing left along Grafton Street will take you to a very grand building and a key fashion focus located number 88. In 1849, Drapers Hugh Brown and James Thomas opened Brown Thomas, which has grown into Dublin's most prestigious department store and has become an integral part of the area, as well as included in a lot of fashionista wish lists. Part of a global retail family which includes Selfridges in the UK and Hold Renfrew in Canada, Brown Thomas celebrates creativity, luxury and service and the very best Irish and international brands showcased in a beautiful retail space. Home to the world's most prestigious luxury boutiques such as Cartier, Hermes, Chanel and Louis Vuitton as well as approximately 200 internationally recognised and admired labels which are carefully selected from around the globe and edited specifically to customers' tastes and lifestyles. Brown Thomas is definitely worth a stop off so we'll see you back here in a short while and try not to spend the full holiday budget in one go. Once you've seen everything that Brown Thomas has to offer, which might take a while, we're going to continue making our way to the Stevens Green end of Grafton Street. Keep an eye out for the Bailey Bar, which is located at number two Duke Street. That's a left turn just after Marks and Spencer. The bar was a literary haunt of old, Indeed, the large portrait of James Joyce reveals its artistic heritage, and the bar is a great place to stop for a drink or something to eat. Continuing along the street, you should start to see some familiar sights from earlier in the podcast. In fact, we've done a small loop, and we're now back where we started. I really hope you've enjoyed some of the highlights of what Fashionable Dublin has to offer, but I'd also really encourage you to speak to the team at the Fitzwilliam Hotel if you're looking to find something specific as they're always happy to lend a hand and provide some invaluable insider tips and advice on making the most of time spent here in Dublin. I would also recommend that you check out some local-based resources like totallydublin.ie, that's T-O-T-A-L-L-Y-D-U-B-L-I-N.ie, visitdublin.ie, V-I-S-I-T-D-U-B-L-I-N.ie, and loveindublin.com, L-O-V-I-N-D-U-B-L-I-N.com as they will provide weekly listings of interesting things taking place in the city, allowing you to plan the perfect getaway at any time of the year. For now, why not call into the hotel, where the staff at Inn and the Green Bar will treat you to a complimentary tea or coffee if you simply mention Fitzwilliam Hotel Dublin Fashion Walking Tour. You could also book the hotel signature late afternoon tea dining experience, one of my all-time favourite treats in offer by the hotel, where the team serve up tiered selections of miniature sweet and savoury treats a selection of loose teas and finish it off with some seasonal cocktails. You could also book dinner in the hotel Citroen restaurant. That's located on the mezzanine floor of the hotel and renowned for serving high quality Irish produce and seasonal cuisine in a relaxed and chic setting. Lastly, tired hands and tired feet could surely benefit from some time spent with our in-house therapist Ursula Daly. 
Ursula takes a holistic approach to a full range of bespoke beauty therapies from the Spirit Spa, which is located on the second floor of the hotel. So you can treat yourself to a mini mani or mini pedi if you're in a rush, but if you have some time to really focus on some serious R&R, I would recommend trying one of Ursula's heavenly facials, body wraps, or her restorative LA Stone massages. Ask at the front desk for some more information. Once again, thank you for joining us today. And if you'd like to check out any of our additional podcasts, or if you require more information on the hotel's packages and additional offerings, simply check out fitzwilliamhoteldublin.com. That's all for me for now. Bye bye and take care and slonga full.